a man after God's own heart. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and I'm coming to you from Riverside, California. Podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we're reading through the entire Bible in a year. Have you reviewed the show yet? No? Why? Now's a great time. Do me a favor and review the show at reviews.lifespringmedia.com. If you have a prayer request or praise that you'd like to share with the LifeSpring family, you can do that at prayer.lifespringmedia.com. And if you enjoy the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, you can help support it at lifespringmedia.com support. Today, we're going to read Psalms 39 through 41. I'll have a brief introduction before reading each Psalm and then a few comments after the reading. I'm calling the episode, Our Only Hope. Let's begin. The title of Psalm 39 is, To the Chief Musician, To Jeduthun, A Psalm of David. It's thought by some that the chief musician is God. Others believe that it could be a leader of choirs when David wrote this, perhaps Heman, the singer, mentioned in 1 Chronicles 6.33, or Asaph, mentioned in 1 Chronicles 16.5-7. Jeduthun was one of the musicians appointed by David to lead the public worship of Israel. We read his name in 1 Chronicles 16.41 and 1 Chronicles 25.1-3. This psalm, as the title makes clear, was written by King David, but we don't know at what point in his life. Psalms chapter 39 I said I will guard my ways, lest I sin with my tongue. I will restrain my mouth with a muzzle, while the wicked are before me. I was mute with silence. I held my peace even from good, and my sorrow was stirred up. My heart was hot within me, while I was musing the fire burned. Then I spoke with my tongue, Lord, make me to know my end, and what is the measure of my days, that I may know how frail I am. Indeed, you have made my days as handbreadths, and my age is as nothing before you. Certainly every man at his best state is but vapor. Surely every man walks about like a shadow. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. And now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in you. Deliver me from all my transgressions. Do not make me the reproach of the foolish. I was mute. I did not open my mouth, because it was you who did it. Remove your plague from me. I am consumed by the blow of your hand. When with rebukes you correct man for iniquity, you make his beauty melt away like a moth. Surely every man is vapor. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and give ear to my cry. Do not be silent at my tears, for I am a stranger with you, a sojourner, as all my fathers were. Remove your gaze from me, that I may regain strength before I go away and am no more. The title of Psalm 40 is, To the Chief Musician, a Psalm of David. Again, we don't know for sure when David wrote this, but G. Campbell Morgan guessed that, in this case, the reason for the song in all probability was that of the deliverance of David from all the long experience of outlawry and suffering, and the fact that he had been brought to his coronation. Psalms chapter 40 I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction, out of the miry bog, and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. 
Many will see and fear and put their trust in the Lord. Blessed is the man who makes the Lord his trust, who does not turn to the proud, to those who go astray after a lie. You have multiplied, O Lord my God, your wondrous deeds and your thoughts towards us. None can compare with you. I will proclaim and tell of them, yet they are more than can be told. In sacrifice and offering you have not delighted, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. Behold, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your deliverance within my heart. I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. As for you, O Lord, you will not restrain your mercy from me. Your steadfast love and your faithfulness will ever preserve me. For evils have encompassed me beyond number. My iniquities have overtaken me, and I cannot see. They are more than the hairs of my head. My heart fails me. Be pleased, O Lord, to deliver me. O Lord, make haste to help me. Let those be put to shame and disappointed altogether who seek to snatch away my life. Let those be turned back and brought to dishonor who delight in my hurt. Let those be appalled because of their shame who say to me, Aha! Aha! But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. As for me, I am poor and needy, but the Lord takes thought for me. You are my help and my deliverer. Do not delay, O my God. The title of Psalm 41 is, To the Chief Musician, a Psalm of David. Of this psalm, Alexander McLaren wrote, The central mass of this psalm describes the singer as suffering from two evils, sickness and treacherous friends. Psalms chapter 41 Happy are those who think about the poor. When trouble comes, the Lord will save them. The Lord will protect them and spare their life and will bless them in the land. He will not let their enemies take them. The Lord will give them strength when they are sick, and He will make them well again. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal me, because I have sinned against you. My enemies are saying evil things about me. They say, When will He die and be forgotten? Some people come to see me, but they lie. They just come to get bad news. Then they go and gossip. All my enemies whisper about me and think the worst about me. They say, he has a terrible disease. He will never get out of bed again. My best and truest friend, who ate at my table, has even turned against me. Lord, have mercy on me. Give me strength so I can pay them back. Because my enemies do not defeat me, I know you are pleased with me. Because I am innocent, you support me and will let me be with you forever. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel. He has always been, and He will always be. Amen and Amen. Well, beloved, I have a few comments on each one of the Psalms. In Psalm 39, verse 7 says, And now, Lord, what do I wait for? My hope is in You. When, like David, we understand the frailty and how fleeting is our life, where else can we put our hope but in the eternal God? 
How foolish we would be but then to place ourselves in His strong, loving, merciful care. In chapter 40, verses 7 and 8, David said, Then I said, Behold, I have come. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. O beloved, may this be written of you in his book. And then in verse 16, David said, But may all who seek you rejoice and be glad in you. May those who love your salvation say continually, Great is the Lord. Beloved, when we consider the great works of God, especially how He saved us, how can we not proclaim again and again, Great is the Lord. In the 41st Psalm, David moves from writing about the blessings that will come to the person who is mindful of the poor and weak, to asking God for mercy when he has sinned, deliverance from those who tell lies about him and wish him dead, the anguish he feels because of the betrayal of those he trusted, and then another plea for God's mercy, and finally, an offering of praise to the God of Israel. David poured out his heart in this psalm, didn't he? This seems to be a time when he was very sick, physically and spiritually. He said to the Lord, Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Sin, beloved, is not just something that sits in solitude. It isn't just a vague idea or a nebulous general breaking of a meaningless random rule. It's an act of rebellion against the God of the universe. David realized that, and because of his sin, he knew that his soul needed the healing touch of a merciful God. David lived about a thousand years before Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Yet he believed that God would forgive the repentant heart. He made no excuses, no defense, no flowery language. Just a simple, truthful admission of guilt before a holy God. I think this is one reason that he is called a man after God's own heart. The last verse, the offering of praise, is thought of by many scholars to be not only the end of this psalm, but the end of the first book of Psalms. Yes, Psalms actually contains five books. The first book ends here with chapter 41. Book 2 is Psalms 42 to 72. Book 3 is Psalms 73 to 89. Book 4 is Psalms 90 to 106. Book 5 is Psalms 107 to 150. Bible commentator Derek Kidner wrote, Each of the five books ends with an outburst of praise, clinched by a double amen, here in Psalm 41 and at the end of 72. An amen and hallelujah at the end of Psalm 106 are finally what is virtually a double hallelujah at the end of Psalm 150. Indeed, a whole psalm of doxology. And beloved, when David wrote the phrase, From everlasting to everlasting, he was referring to eternity past to eternity future. Or in the words of Jesus, I am the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. Jesus was saying that he always existed and always will exist. Beloved, what a mighty God we serve. Amen and amen indeed. What are your thoughts? Comment on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com slash s12e93. Our reading tomorrow will be Job 27 and 28. Boost. On this date in church history, December 1st, 1917, Edward J. Flanagan established Boys Town, a home for orphaned and problem children in Omaha, Nebraska. He believed there was no such thing as a boy beyond hope. If you're a lover of old movies like I am, you've probably seen the 1938 Spencer Tracy movie, Boys Town, in which Spence plays Father Flanagan. If you haven't seen it, I recommend you do. It's a good one. 
Let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, as David said, we put our hope in you. And we know that it's not an empty, wishful hope, but an assured hope. There is no other. You are all we need from everlasting to everlasting. We offer our praises to you and we worship you. I thank you, Lord, for the LifeSpring family. I pray for them today that you would give them opportunities to praise you and to share your saving message with someone around them. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Send your prayer requests and praises in at prayer.lifespringmedia.com. And I have a really nice version of O Come Emmanuel for you today. It's from Peter Buffett's Star of Wonder Christmas album, featuring, as it says on his website, the ethereal vocals and Celtic harp of Kim Robertson. I think you'll enjoy it. Until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Bye. Bye. <laughs>